Hi, and welcome to the Valued Living Podcast, where we'll share tips and ways to help you begin to discover life value to create the life you want and deserve. I'm your host, Ava Blaylark, author of the book, Valued, Things I Wish My Mom Would Have Told Me. I'm a school social worker, therapist, author, and speaker. You can find out more at www.avalblaylark.com. On today's episode, we tackle the value of identity. Do you know who you are? Through personal storytelling and transparency, Jana and I share our experience and guidance to explore the question, who am I? Jana shares her experience growing up and beginning to learn who she is versus who everyone thought she was. We begin to help you find the value in understanding the foundation of your identity. Welcome to another episode of the Valued Living Podcast. Today on Valued Living, we're talking about the value of identity, knowing who you are. With me today is Jana Dukes, author of the upcoming book titled I Am. Welcome and thank you so much for being here. Tell us a little bit more about you and your book. Hi, um, my name is Jana Dukes, and um, I actually am married to my awesome husband, Stephen Dukes. Um, I'm a math teacher. I lead worship, and I write songs, and now I'm actually about to become an author of my first book. Um, it's called, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's called I Am, um, and the focus of it is all about identity and just who you are in Christ. Um, the reason why I did it was just because I wanted to really um just teach young girls um usually it's tailored towards girls in middle school and high school who just to show them who they are in Christ like their identity and their foundation of their identity um and I wanted to create opportunities for um our generation and women that are older than us to be able to pour into young girls um just because I feel like I am who I am today because of my village so I wanted to give opportunities for people to create those villages around these young girls because they need that and so um that's really the purpose of my book and I'm really excited about it absolutely well thank you so much I think that is awesome and that's really just the reason why I asked you to you know come and talk to us today about the value of your identity um and that's also a perfect age that middle school high school area um you saying that just triggered like um old psychology classes for me back in college where we talked about like the development of identity and how that takes mm-hmm. place around the ages of 12 to 18. So that's mm-hmm. literally exactly that middle school to high school age where you are trying to figure out who you are and kind of search for your sense of self, you know, and your sense of personal identity and figuring out like mm-hmm. what you believe and what your values are and what your goals are. So that is like, I don't know if you knew, but you like right in line with like the research. <laughs> um <laughs> So that's, that's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And it really does take a village. Um, So, you know, just to kind of get us started, like, you know, one of the questions I ask um, in my book is where do you get the idea of who you are from? Um, And so I feel like for a lot of people, for most people, you know, our first thoughts of who we are come from our parents, 
we look at them, we model them, you know, we see what they're doing. We try to do what they do. Um, our parents really are our first influence. Um, so for me growing up, um, all I knew was that I wanted to be good for my parents. Um, my parents had a lot of stuff going on. Um, they just, you know, back in the day, they just, they had a lot going on. <laughs> they had a lot going on. They, you know, they were divorced by the time I was in fifth grade. So, you know, that's a view of relationships right there. Um, both of my parents struggle a lot with like drug use um, and alcohol mm-hmm. abuse. So they, you know, they had that going on. Um, you know, my dad was kind of like in and out of jail. So he had that going on. So all I knew yeah. was that I wanted to be good. I didn't want to add to their problems. Yeah. You know, so like that was like kind of like the sum of my identity. Like, I'm just going to be a good girl. You and know, such like, a burden. Like, and that's it's such a burden to carry. Yes. Yes. And so yeah. it, it ends up exactly. Yeah. It ends up mm-hmm. just being a burden. But that's not a real sense of and it's not a real sense of self either. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's me being someone something for someone else. Right. Um, and so I feel like I kind of carried that into my adulthood even. So like you get older, right? And you go to school and now you're you're more influenced by your friends. Um, nowadays kids are much more influenced by social media and what they see on TV. Um, so there's so many different influences that can come in, you know, and influence your sense of self. But I feel like the whole word is your own self-identity. And so at a certain point, <laughs> it shouldn't necessarily be those outside influences. Um, so yeah. for me, that's definitely something, you know, that I still like have to work on is, you know, not trying to be something for other people, right? you know, to make them comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, that's, that's kind of where I, you know, where I am with it. But tell me kind of your thoughts, especially, you know, when I first asked you um, to come and talk to us about your identity and this question about who, you know, who I am, who am I? What does that mean to you? Yeah, oh my gosh, it's such a loaded question. I Mm -hmm. think for me, I think about this, there's this quote that I, I read, actually, it was in December, because mm-hmm. um, I like to do vision boards and so I was doing one um, with my mom and sister and a, a close friend and yeah. we uh we I looked at this quote and it said life doesn't happen to you it happens for you mm. and I was like okay that's so like that's such a packed quote but it means yeah. so much it's like all your experiences in life like they're they happen for a reason and if you like find something to learn from them like you'll grow and like develop and get better you know what I mean like every challenge it kind of leads you to like your next I feel like and so Mm -hmm. um for me that's kind of like what helped me start to even know to write this book and to even think about like oh man who am I like what is my identity Uh like how do how do I say this to somebody you know just thinking about life like how did I get to where I am um and so for me when I think about like identity or who I am, I think it's like, that's just asking like, what makes me me? Like how, Mm -hmm. who am I? Where did I come from? How does, you know, how am I, what do I like? What do I not, I don't like, like, what are my gifts? You know, just really learning more about myself. Yeah. Um, I think for me, like it was really tough because when I was young, my father passed away. And so um, with that came its own challenges, just like really trying to figure out like, 
you know, why did he die? I was like angry with God and then life kept happening. And in real life, I feel like if it wasn't for my mom really being intentional about, first of all, loving us, but allowing other people to be a part of our lives as well, to speak into our lives, like I would have been a mess just because for so long, I just hid who I was. Like I was, you know, like I got along with people. Everybody saw like, oh, she's so nice. She's so sweet. You know? Yeah. But like in real life, I was so angry. Like all mm-hmm. throughout middle school and high school, like I was just still like angry. Like I just, I just did not understand why life had to happen to me. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. just, for me, it was just tough, like going through life and, you know, always having to like. I don't know, sec- I always second guess myself, I always second guess God, like, I just never really knew who I could trust, yeah. um, and so for me, like, um, that was a big piece of, like, life that I was just pretty much hiding away, and so when people, people didn't really know me, and I didn't even really know me, because yeah. I just was kind of, like you were saying, like, trying to be the person that everybody else wanted to me to be, even with my friends, everything, like, nobody really knew all of me, I always gave people pieces of me, and mm-hmm. I think um, it didn't help me to like really, you know, know my identity and really figure that out. And so I think really, I didn't really start really like going deeper into who I was for real until I maybe I was like 17, 18 years old. Yeah. Um, and it's really funny because my husband was the one that kind of helped me get to that point because um he he it, there's a big difference in our age <laughs> so he's like nine and a half years older than me but I don't um, think I at knew that, that. <laughs> yes yeah. he's definitely older. Yeah. but um so at that time um the, he I don't know I guess he could just see that something was going on with me when I was younger and so he like talked to me about you know really just what was happening because everybody was like oh you're always laughing you're always happy you're always happy and mm-hmm. then he was like, no, but there's something, but there's something going on. Like there's something yeah. wrong, you know? And like, nobody else would ever have that conversation with me. Mm-hmm. And I think like him even being able to see that and like talk me through it kind of helped me be like, oh, I can't hide anymore. Oh, I actually have to deal with the stuff yeah. that I'm really going through. And it just, it just got me to start face. It just made me, made me face it really. Um, and so in that moment, I had to start really figuring out like, who am I? Like, what makes me me? What do I actually really like? You know, not what everybody else wants me to like or not Mm -hmm. what my friends want or my family wants me to do. Like, I had to, like, really figure out, like, who is Jana? Like, (laughs) what is she all about, you know? Right. Um, And so for me, like, because I, it took me so long, you know, to figure it out and really understand it. And I I just want to make sure that girls don't have to deal with that. Like, they'll just be able to really kind of know who they are. And I feel like the foundation of it comes from God. Like, mm-hmm. who does God say you are, you know? And then, like, go from there. Like, you know, you're loved, you're chosen, you're a new creation, you're a masterpiece. Like, you're fearless. You are enough. Yeah. You know, like, just those six things alone mm-hmm. can, like, help define who you are. But then even in that, like, learning, like, what makes you you? Like, what are you good at? Like, what are your gifts? Yeah. You know, like taking the things that you're good at or the way you even think about life or think about things like find the good in that and like hone in on it you know like try to really figure out like what what makes you what makes you special like what makes you different and like really you know invest in that piece of you you know what I mean because I feel like I feel like that's going to help you really recognize who you are and then nobody else is going to be able to change that yeah you know you're going to 
you when you learn to love you and invest in you as as your as a person and like surround yourself around people who love you for you because you know who you are you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like that changes the whole game and so um for me that's kind of what I think about with that question just really learning like what's the foundation of who you are but then trying to build off of that um can help you tremendously (laughs) yes man you just said like a mouthful (laughs) um and so I want to go back and like tease out a couple of a couple of parts. So you mentioned kind of um, having something that kind of resonated with me that you said is this having this like wall built up, this like always smiling, even though you're not actually happy, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, so like, almost like wearing a mask. Um, yeah. Where do you think, and I feel like a lot of girls and women do this, like, where do you think we learn that from? Like, why why is that like the go-to like let me just pretend <laughs> that I'm okay mm-hmm. when I'm not actually when okay, actually okay. <laughs> I think it's honestly I think it's like what we see in other women like we've seen mm. women in our past we know that stuff is not right and they're going through things but when we look at them they're like they just keep moving forward they put a smile on their face they don't show it you know mm-hmm. what I mean like they yeah like when they're around people they're happy and they're you know you would never know that like an hour before like they were crying or something really bad happened you know or like even I mean a piece of it also is like in church you know you're always taught like you know you have to have faith and don't confess negative things or you know so it's like a lot of times we talk about like having faith and you know, don't, don't confess negative things and staying strong and you know what I mean? Like, and so it's kind of like you, you say faith, you know, and that's kind of, that's another reason why like a lot of, I think women like try to like, just, it's just like a way to save face because you don't want to like give life to what's, what to your situation or you don't want, you don't want that to become something that it's not, or that become worse than what it already is. Or, you know, I don't know. But I think a lot of times it's just, it's a learned thing. Like you learn to yeah. um, look look like, you know, like you, you learn what strength looks like yeah. in the perspective of what you see. Yeah. But I don't know. I just feel like for me, it's like, I, I don't know. I just put on a wall because I just didn't want to face it. Yeah. Like I, like, it was really tough for me. Like, I don't know. I don't want to talk too long but like okay. the day before my father passed like we had a conversation and he was saying that he would be around like he would be mm, here yeah. and then the next day he wasn't and so for me like that I just shut down because it was like okay now I'm angry and I have all these emotions and like what do I do mm-hmm. and I have my sister who you know is dealing with the same thing I have my mom you know it's like I have to I have to be strong for everybody I have yeah. to be strong for them and I think that's another reason why a lot of women do that. It's like you you do it to be strong for other people. Like you you don't handle your stuff because you have so many other people to worry about and you take on that burden, even if they don't ask you. Like nobody asked me to take on that burden, but I just decided, you know, I'm going to be strong. And even yeah. though I'm angry, I'm going to deal with that later because right now I got to keep going. Right. And so when you don't ever deal with it, it just keeps creeping up. You know what I mean? Like you, it's yeah. going to creep up eventually. And so, I don't know, that's like the hardest part. Yeah, that is hard. And, and like you said, it, it creeps up 
into you knowing who you really are, right? Like right. if you don't like handle certain stuff, like if you don't handle your anger or your hurt or your emotions, you know, you're putting on this persona, right? Like like you said, we're modeling what strength looks like. We, you know, this is how we see other women around us do it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't speak negatively. I'm gonna put a smile on my face. Um, but then some, I feel like you, you lose, like you lose a part mm-hmm you know of yourself and then you and then at at some point it comes up like man like what am I doing (laughs) yeah yeah. you know like who again like who who am I am I really just this happy person all the time like you said like people like oh you're always smiling you're always happy um you know I've had (laughs) one of my coworkers a long time ago was like oh your husband must be like so happy like you're always like smiling and you know blah 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 and I was like oh honey please <laughs> like <laughs> don't let this smile at work fool you um I'm sure he would disagree <laughs> but you know it's it's like just what we portray yeah. but in reality mm-hmm. like I'm I'm human like I'm yeah. not perfect all the time I'm I don't smile all the time <laughs> yeah um I have feelings things happen um and sometimes you know I have a hard time so I that kind of brings me to to I quote like life happens for you Mm -hmm. um that that's kind of something that stuck out to me too because you know I talk about how you can't control a lot of situations that Mm -hmm. happen in your life you know you can't control like who your parents are you can't control um the decisions the choices that they make even though their choices and decisions affect their children (laughs) um they make those you can't control you know obviously you know your dad passing away like if it's something that we could control we would (laughs) you know like we would we would fix it if we could and so when those things happen we we also I think feel just out of like we don't like we don't have control Mm -hmm. you know and it's just kind of like well you know what's the purpose (laughs) you know and and so I understand like feeling that anger but finding the value in everything that's happening is gonna be I feel like your saving grace that's kind of like what even the podcast is all about that valued living finding the value finding the purpose in things even as they're happening um around you because life happens for you I like that yeah um, like if you hadn't had this experience you know you wouldn't be able to write a book like I am yeah to mm-hmm. help someone else you know exactly so that makes that makes a lot of sense so what and you said it actually <laughs> I feel <laughs> but just like for young girls right who and young women and old women I mean <laughs> We all can do some advice, right? <laughs> like who who are asking the question about their identity and they're asking, like, who am I? You know, mm-hmm. do you do you have any advice? Um, I even kind of like those six tips that you kind of like threw out. So you can even like just throw those out again. But just yeah. like um, yeah, for people who are asking, who am I? Who what would be your advice? Yeah, I I would just say First of all, just go back to your foundation. I mean, I I know like not everybody is a believer, but if you're not, please, you know, 
try Jesus because he's not so <laughs> yes <laughs> but but seriously like your foundation is what's going to hold you when you don't yeah. when you don't know anything else you know what I mean like yeah. when when yeah. life happens like your foundation is what's going to keep you and yeah. so I think from the from the beginning of it all like you have to know like who you are and who Christ says you are you know like mm-hmm. and so for me a lot of times I work with kids since I'm a teacher I work with a lot of kids and I work in a secular environment so I can't use God or Jesus yeah. the name Jesus in there but I still take those principles that I know and like use that to mm-hmm. talk to my students that I I've had several conversations with you know and I think for me like finding what the Bible says about who I am and yeah. like those six things are like you know I know I'm loved I know that I am chosen. I know that I am a new creation. I know that I'm a masterpiece and that I'm fearless and that I'm enough. So like, there's so many things that can go wrong or life can happen. But in the end, if I look at those, just those six things, which there's so many more things, but even just those six things, just knowing that, like that kind of can help me move forward. Like somewhere mm-hmm. in there is an answer to my situation. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so for for me, like that's that's really I just try to listen to you know listen to the people who are talking to me, but just like letting them know, like okay, figure out something about you. Like what do you like? What don't you like? What makes you you? Just like having them explain that piece. Like what makes you you? What makes mm-hmm. you special? And then taking that. And like building on it, you know, I just feel like a lot of times we compare ourselves with everybody else and a lot of times girls and I mean, everybody, but women in general, like you compare yourself, you, you may feel like you're a a good singer, but then, you know, someone down the road can like run circles around you, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, so in the end, it's like, oh man, I'm not good enough though, you know, like Mm -hmm. I can sing, but it's not enough, but it's like, no, like y'all could sing the same song but it will be different when you sang it because it's you like you yeah. bring something different so like own that and like embrace it and love it like love you you know and I think that's a huge piece that um, we kind of miss because we always are comparing ourselves with each other so we don't even want to like invest in the gifts that we have because we don't yeah. feel like they're good enough or worth it but it's like no like you're enough like you are worth it like God gave you the gift that you have God gave you the personality you have even if you are like super vocal and you always have an answer you know or an opinion and people are like oh my she always has an attitude and she is always talking too much like no (laughs) there's there's a gift in that though you know what I mean like there's something there's something there so like learning to like find what's there and the good in it and trying to like invest in that part you know what I mean and yeah, yeah you know yeah you might have to work on sometimes not saying how you feel you know everybody does <laughs> yeah right but you know what I mean that just comes with like learning yourself learning maturity you know like figuring being mature working on that but like don't lose that like you know there's something in that gift that you can use to change the world who knows who you need to talk to or impact you know like mm-hmm. you know so I'm like just like learning the stuff that makes you you and investing in that's like that's like the biggest part of finding your identity like loving you like figuring out you and investing in you like that's important so yeah I don't yeah I think you you just shared like some powerful stuff and some like really good tips to get 
you know, people started, like just first figuring out what your strengths are, what your gifts are, what are you good at? What do you Mm -hmm. like to do? What would you do for free? (laughs) Yeah. You know, (laughs) Um, and then investing in that, right? Like investing in you um, and then keeping those, those things in mind, right? That your love, you know, you are, you know, you're valuable. What you have does have purpose. Yeah. Uh, and it's for someone like there's so many people in this world <laughs> yeah. you know so like you said like we get into the comparing game like you know I can sing but I can't sing like her you know I can mm-hmm. write but I can't write like her you know yeah. but what you have is for somebody just like yeah. what they have is for somebody else <laughs> exactly yeah. so exactly. finding your again just like your value and your purpose um, I feel like we both like were raised in the church <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, even now, like, do you feel like this is something that you've mastered, right? So even like being raised in the church, like we hear these things, but for yeah. some reason it seems like we still don't quite get it until later. later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like for me, it's like, you know, now, you know, I can remember that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, I was born with a purpose in mind. Um, but, you know, like I said, even being raised in church, it's like, well, I'm just now kind of getting it. Yeah. And I still don't yeah. have it <laughs> all the way. Like, I'm not a master. You know, yeah. it's something that, you know, I work on, yeah. you know, even even today. Yeah. Um, so same question for you. Do you feel like it's something that you're still working on or do you feel like you have mastered the value <laughs> of knowing your identity? <laughs> No way. I have not mastered it at all. Mm-hmm. Like I just um I think I'm growing and I'm learning more and more, but it's it's progression. Like you're never yeah. going to like have everything together at all times. You know, what I mean you're gonna evolve. Like you're evolving and becoming you in every season in your life, like you're gonna learn something new about yourself, you know, which yeah. is great. So I don't know, I think it's a good thing though. I think it's good that like you know who you were in middle school you're not that same person right now because you have to be different like you have to grow you have to become different and and learn more about you um you know and where you are in this stage and so no definitely not I am not I've not mastered (laughs) not a master yet (laughs) I'm not a master yet but but I am aware and Mm -hmm. I do like I do understand um I understand where I you know, where I messed up and I understand like where, when I look at myself, you know, how I, you know, I need to really understand that I am enough or, you know, I am beautiful or, you know what I mean? Or like I'm chosen for, like God chose me for this, you know, like I have to understand those things and like tell, just remind myself that, you know, so I feel like for me, that's one thing I did. I am grateful for It's like now I'm at a point where I can be like, I can self-reflect and like, okay, yeah, I'm not feeling that I'm good enough, but I'm going to tell myself I am because I know I am, you know? And so yeah. just, I think that's a big piece, like that confession piece, like speaking yes. life over yourself. Like, even if you don't feel it. Yes. Even if yes. you don't feel it. Yep. You're your best cheerleader. You gotta, mm-hmm. like, if you don't believe in you, well, nobody else is either, you know, like you gotta, you have to know your worth, you know? Yes. Even if you got to yeah. fool yourself to know it, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes, you know, like you said, yeah. even if you don't feel it, just confessing yeah. those things. Um, mm-hmm. 
what piece of advice would you give young Jana? <laughs> what piece of advice? If you could go back in time. I would say, allow yourself to feel. Mm. I don't know, like, it's okay to feel. Like, that's what I would tell myself. Like, yeah. even at that moment where I can remember when I, I just started, I just shut down. It was like, no, I should have, I should have cried or mm-hmm. I should have been angry. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I should have allowed myself to feel because there, there were people around me that could have helped me, you know, like, and if that might've changed everything, you know, so mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. And so I think like, just learning, like learning to give yourself a break and yeah. allow yourself to feel um, and just be honest, but yeah. then learn how to accept help and mm-hmm. get help you know if yeah. you're really struggling like it's okay to not be okay and it's also okay to get help from somebody and yeah. have somebody else walk that out with you you know um so I feel like that's what I would wish for myself I would yes. tell myself that yes and we we talk about that a little bit um on the last episode when we talk about just the value of you you know mm-hmm. and I talk about you know my voice right and finding my voice and I talk about that in the book like just the the same stuff that you're saying like I mean like you said this is you know we have personal experiences but it's it's also like a collective like there's so many people like especially like young girls and women going through you know or have gone through the exact same thing right like it's okay to feel like you don't have to smile if things are really crappy, (laughs) you know like you can say I'm really angry about this I'm really sad about this you know, Mm -hmm. and, and talk to somebody. And like you said, and accept help um, from someone, because if you don't say like, people just don't know, you know, if you're smiling, they think you're happy. (laughs) Um, And then, like I said, and they'll never know. And then I feel like you become fooled and that's how we Mm -hmm. get confused about who we are. You know, because then you're like, I am this happy person all the time because that's what people see and that's what they say. And then, but when you don't feel like that, then you're like, wait, what is this? Mm -hmm you know so again like you said going back to your foundation too is important yeah um whatever that foundation may be if you don't if you don't know jesus (laughs) that's all right too but um you you should try him (laughs) right right? um yeah but yeah but going back going back to that foundation and remembering those things and like you said being your own cheerleader and finding the value um in the things that the things that are happening around you is important it is Um, and I think even for like parents like learning to you know create a safe space for your kids to be able to talk to you and 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 like being an example of how to do that like how do you allow yourself to be vulnerable and feel you know but still be healthy you know like they have parents have to show that to their kids so that their kids can be that too yeah. Um, so I think that that's that's another layer that it's really mm-hmm. important because if if you can show your kids that and you can be able to create a safe space for them to be able to talk to you um, and, you know, maybe even talk to other adults that you trust, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. then that's going to help, you know, kind of make sure that your kid stays grounded because um, life is crazy and there's so much coming at them all at once, you know, telling them who they should be. And it's like, if they if they get a good foundation and they they know that when their foundation becomes shaky they have people to run to you know like and to talk to 
I feel like that's a safe space. Like that creates a safe a safeguard for them. And so yeah. I don't know. I think those are the those are the things that I think are really important. Yeah. Just to kind of help with identity. I agree. This is a process, y'all. This is yeah. not a one trick fix. Uh, <laughs> as you heard the yeah. both of us say, it is not something <laughs> that we've mastered yet. Mm-hmm. Um but something that, you know, you have to continuously work on. Um, and I feel something that you you get better at each time and each day. So yeah. it's definitely a process that, you know, answering that question, who am I? But I hope that we helped a little bit today, yeah. me and Mrs. Dukes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Jana, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me and yeah, sharing and just being open with your story. Um, and also want to remind the people that your book, I Am, is going to be available soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely want the people to be on the lookout for that. Um, and we're going to let you know exactly when it's out, when it's ready. <laughs> yes. Thank um, you. Absolutely. <laughs> so soon, soon, soon. I am. I love it. Thank you so thank much you. for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It was a privilege for real. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Bye-bye until next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Valued Living Podcast. Please subscribe and leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening from. If you like the show and want to learn more, please check out www.avalblaylark.com. Don't forget to share Tell a friend and join us next time.